Welcome to the British History Podcast. My name is Philippa Lacey Brule and I want to extend a warm welcome to you. If you are new here, hi, thank you for joining. And if you are returning, thank you so much for your support. In this podcast, we explore all sorts of things that have gone on in British history. We look at people, we look at events, we look at outcomes and perhaps look at them from a different perspective than usual. If you would like to support me in this free podcast, this podcast will always remain free, but if you would like to support me, then you can head over to my Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash British history. And you can choose the tier there that would suit you best, starting from any £3 a month just for your kind support. Now, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. James II was still alive and well. The problem was that he had converted to Catholicism. On the 5th of November 1688, William of Orange lands at Brixham. This was a key event in the Glorious Revolution, which in its simplest terms was another stage in the battle between Catholicism and Protestantism as the leading religion of the country. William of Orange had been invited by the English Parliament to come and take the throne. William was married to Mary. Mary was the daughter of James II. If I take you back a little bit more, James II was the brother of Charles II because Charles II had died without an heir, a legitimate heir, even though he had lots of children. So James II had come to the throne after his brother. James II had also been a pivotal figure in the Great Fire of London of 1666, which I've covered in a different episode. If you're interested in learning more about James's role in the Great Fire of London, you can download the Great Fire of London walking tour, which I wrote and narrated. It's available on the Hidden Histories app. The Hidden Histories app is available to download for free on Apple Store and Google Play. And then inside the app, if you wish, you can purchase the walking tour. James II was still alive and well. The problem was that he had converted to Catholicism. That had then been exacerbated by the birth of a baby boy. Therefore, the heir to the throne would be being brought up as a Catholic. Anti-Catholic feeling in the English House of Parliament was high. This situation could just not be allowed. But what was in it for William? We've already established William was married to Mary, James II's daughter and he was Prince of the Netherlands, the Netherlands being the only other Protestant European country at the time. The Netherlands was under threat by Catholic France. Not only would the removal of James II mean that England wouldn't be supporting the Catholic French, but William, as the new King of England, would have the resources of England at his disposal to fight against a Catholic expansion in Europe. This was effectively a bloodless coup, but William didn't land at Brixham without any protection. He did come with a Dutch army. There's a number of interesting things about the reign of William and Mary and them as individuals. One thing to mention is they reigned as joint monarchs. So we had William III and Mary II reigning together. The second thing is that they were less interested in this idea of the divine right to rule or that God spoke through them. And we really began to see now a constitutional monarchy. So 1066 certainly wasn't the last invasion of a foreign power into England that took over. 1688 certainly was a Dutch takeover, invited but still 
Dutch soldiers would be guarding our institutions and our corridors of power. The arrangement, of course, was rather more palatable for two reasons. One, William wanted to uphold the Protestant religion and two, of course, he was married to an English princess. King James made two attempts to escape and was successful on the second one, making his way to France, where he lived in exile with his brother-in-law, the French king, until his death in 1701.